Good afternoon, this is Janelle and I have some company here with me. I will introduce them in a moment. Um, this is my second podcast for Everything Under the Sun. Uh, so I have with me today my parents, Fred and Julene, and then my older sister Jenny and my younger sister Jill. And our topic today is the college uh, or college in a generational gap. And so for each of these people, three of them, two of them are college graduates, one is in college, and one is a dropout. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Sorry, Jenny. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and um, say where each of them went to college and what year, and then I'll read a few fun facts, and then we'll go straight into the questions that I've prepared for them. So my dad's name is Fred. He went to uh, USC in 1963 and 1964. Um, he ended up going to Stanislaus as well. His mother passed away when he first went to USC, so that's why he um, ended up going home and taking care of his younger sisters. And then he went to Stanislaus State in 1965 and 1966. Um, I'm not exactly sure where exactly he was drafted into the Vietnam War, but somewhere in between there. Um, and I mean, then here you could ask him. Dad, <laughs> Dad, at what point were you drafted? Was it before USC or right after? Right after graduating from college. Which we had one? A deferment from Stanislaus State at that time. Stanislaus State, now the University of California at Stanislaus. They changed okay. the name. It's a university okay. now. Okay. Um, my mom, her first name is Julene, and she attended a few different colleges. She went to uh, Bethany Bible College in 1977 and 1980. Uh, Stanislaus State uh, for a semester two. Uh, Cabrillo. Cabrillo, thank you, Junior College, um, where she took some classes and then she also um, did teaching credentials at Stan and then got her BA at Bethany. And went to two years of Modesto Junior College first. There you go. Yeah, so she has multiple college experiences. Um, Jenny, it's your turn. Uh, Jenny is my oldest sister, and she went to Merced Junior College in 2004 and 2005, and then she started at Stanislaus State in 2006 and is still maybe enrolled. Just kidding. <laughs> Haven't checked. I know. Uh, Jenny met her husband in a class, and that was it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jill is going, she's attending Stanislaus State right now. She, it is 2020 and she went, started going last year. So she is currently enrolled there. Um, I do have a few fun facts about the different colleges that you guys have attended. It is, uh, CSU was founded in 1980. I'm sorry, in 1880. Oh, wow. I was going to say that. Wouldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work. Yeah. CSU means CSU, California State University. And Stanislaus? Yeah. CS, CSU? Yeah. That's Southern California? Southern California. Oh, Southern California. South, yes, that was founded in 1880. Oh, oh wow. USC. It was founded in 1880. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's pretty cool. Uh, Stan State uh, was originally at the fairgrounds in Turlock in 1957. And then they moved to their current location where they are now at University Way, and they were established in 1960. Hmm. Oh. Yes. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Pretty cool. I remember it well. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, and Bethany started in 1919 Aww. and went till about 2011. Hmm. That's when mm -hmm. was their last, their last uh, year. Last year. And they're located in Santa Cruz, California. They're, yeah. They're no longer. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, they, they were in Southern California. In 2011. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. at that one point. Um, I did look up uh, on their website. They still have one, by the way. Hmm. Still there. Um, who the president was when mom was going there, and it was Richard Foth. 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 Richard Foth was the president at that time. Do you know him? Yes. Oh, I know who he is. There you go. Um, and then I was curious. I remember my mom telling me that she lived with a friend um, of her mom's, but they, I was curious if you lived in the dormitories, which I did, did not. not. Yeah. But they had very fun names. It was May V. Swanson and then the Hill. Kind of not that exciting, though. Um, 
Oh, yes, Dad, of course. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and get right into the questions, so that way you'll hear um, a lot about um, them. And then if we have some time, I'll do some other fun facts um, with that. So we'll go ahead and start with my mom, since she's closest to me. And then we'll go, after she answers, it'll go to Jill, then Fred, and then Jenny, and then we'll kind of come back around. Um, so question first is, when did you attend college? I'm sorry. Why did you attend college? Because it was the thing to do. You went, I mean, if you had a career choice that you were pursuing and it wouldn't have been attained through college, then you wouldn't. But um, it was just the thing to do in our family. And my father had died when I was a junior in high school. And my brother and I were receiving um, social security benefits from him. And if we would not have continued to attend school, those would have stopped. So, but that wasn't the only reason. Right. So we just said, you know, we keep going to school because that's what we were going to do. Cool. Jill? Why did I go to college? <laughs> well, So many reasons. <laughs> well, um, I did real estate for four years right out of high school pretty much, except for one semester in Bible College too. But um, I kind of realized after, you know, several years of doing real estate that the entrepreneurial life wasn't really for me exactly. It wasn't really suited for my personality. Um, and then I just started thinking, you know, one thing I'm going to do about school, why don't I just do it? So I went back to school and I figured I could probably, you know, explore um, <clears throat> certain job certain job um, opportunities. I kind of always was interested in optometry, so I thought, well, in order to do that, you know, I think you have to get a degree in biology, and then you have to go to uh, a school specifically for optometry. So I was thinking that, but I really don't know yet exactly what I want to do, but it'll be somewhere, I think, in that biological field of science. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Dad, why did you attend college? Well, I think that at that time, it was like what mom said, it was a thing to do. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to go to work? You're going to go to college? Well, I've done a lot of physical work as a kid growing up, and it decided that there was no future in just swamping peaches, <laughs> working in the dairy industry. Uh, I thought, that's not the best thing for me to do. I'll go to college. And it was expected to, just kind of an unwritten rule, you, it'd be best to go to college. So why I went uh, is because I thought there was a future for me. I wasn't sure what it was at the time, mm -hmm. but get started mm -hmm. on higher education was the thing to do. Cool. Jenny? Well, similar answer, you know, kind of a cultural thing that people, they expect, where are you going to go to college? You get asked that all through high school. Um, but I think it was more than that for me because I really was very sure of what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a nurse. I was very confident about that. And so I was, I had a lot of direction the last couple of years of high school and, and into college. Um, and I want to clarify what we had said earlier about I met my husband in college and then, well, the rest is history. And I decided <laughs> not to finish. Obviously, it didn't go exactly like that. Uh, he had nothing to do with quitting school. Uh, he, you know, wasn't, well, I've met a man to support me. Now I'm just going to quit. Um, it was realizing that that wasn't the right direction. Nursing was not the right direction for me. And um, after being in the nursing program for a year. So I went to college because it was expected and because I had direction and I needed a college degree to do what I really thought that I wanted to do at that time. Cool. Um, our next question is, where did you get the money to pay for college? Various sources. Um, my mother and I worked as well. So whatever. And like I mentioned, my um, <clears throat> father's Social Security benefit that I think came in for roughly four years. Um, so that would have been until I was about 22. Uh, one year when I was at Bethany, I got... I applied for financial aid and I got a grant and then I believe my it was either my final year at Bethany or it might have been when I uh, started at Stanislaw to get into the credential program I uh, took out a student loan cool awesome Jill how are you paying for college parents <laughs> parents yes parents? <coughs> 
those people. <laughs> yes. Um, though I am paying dad back for half of it. So. And uh, I can say that in my time, uh, back when I first started college, I went to Modesto Junior College, and it was basically free, except <laughs> for the books. And also, they had a bus. So not only was the college it, uh, inexpensive, but also transportation. They actually would transport us to college with a bus from Turlock to Modesto. Wow. So uh, that was uh, really a no-brainer. So, And then at USC, I, uh, my brother and I had a business, a swimming pool business. We worked three days a week, went to school three days a week, and the money we earned from work paid for the tuition. And that was, of course, expensive. So, But it, we were able to make it, working three days a week, and paying for tuition to go to USC. And that worked out pretty well. And then in my final years at uh, Cal State Stanislaus, I was able to work during the summer months. And during that summer month, I was able to earn enough money to support me during the nine months of school. So it, it's a totally different financial situation in the 60s than it is today in 2020. Totally more expensive today. I feel sorry for the kids that go to college today because they're going to incur a huge debt if they go that way. You must have made a lot of money though. I mean, you're working for three months during the summer and you're yes. providing for yourself for the next nine months. Yes. That's insane. Well, that's the way it was then. And uh, actually, it was much better in those days. People think uh, it Today we have everything, but it was a lot less expensive to live, and you earned more. So I'm sorry to say, but that's why I think it's very important for you to go on and get higher education, because if not, uh, you'll be working for a lot less money if you don't have not only just an education, but you need a career education, like what you've considered the optometrist. That will give you an actual job. So that's a good idea. Jenny, where did you get the money to pay? Well, your very gracious parents. Um, she makes it louder, louder, louder. I have very gracious parents. <laughs> um, yes, that helped me pay for college. And so, of course, I do appreciate that I didn't have to um, go into debt to pay for the college that I did. <laughs> um, but, of course, I was, you know, tried to carry my load around the house and whatnot. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, you were excellent. Yes. All right. Um, I know that this question was somewhat answered, uh, but, and if you don't remember, that's okay, but generally, I think a ballpark, how much was your tuition? Uh, when I went to Modesto Junior College, I, I don't remember exactly, but it was really just kind of in the maybe hundreds, a couple hundred a semester. It was based on how many units you took, and I generally took a 12-unit load, at least. Um, Bethany was more. Um, I remember it being, I'm going to say somewhere up in, around 800 a semester, which now I know would be very cheap. It seemed like a lot of money then, <laughs> but anyway, that's what I remember it being. But keep in mind, this has been a while back. Um, Stanislaw was more I don't remember what it was but I, I'm gonna say um, a couple thousand probably um, and that was why I had to take out a student loan at one point a couple thousand per semester you're saying I'm I sorry? think so it seems like I had to t oh, yeah. well yeah. maybe it was only maybe it wasn't up it was to two thousand high in the high hundreds well that was for Bethany, well, right? But, but she's talking about Stanislaw. But Stanislaw, when I, yeah. I went there are cheaper for the, not private. Private. For the private credential program. Bethany was a private school, but it wasn't a Bible school, right? Yes, it, yeah, yeah, oh, it yeah. was a Bible like school. A Bible, like, like Marietta? No, yeah. it was accredited. It was okay. accredited. Yeah, okay. so I got my BA at yeah. Bethany. Okay, so, yeah. all right, so, but, so that makes a very big price difference between like Marietta 
Does this matter or does it matter? Calvary Chapel Bible College versus Bethany where it's an accredited, where you get a degree. Yeah. 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 So there were ministerial students there. And I took Bible classes, theology Mm -hmm. and and various Bible classes. So So then what's the difference between a Christian school and a Bible college? It's, wouldn't that be like a private... A Bethany was a Bible college. You had like specific... You Like Mom yeah, was saying, you had to go the to... The Christian school, that's a very they general... Don't, it's just ministerial. You're training for the ministry. But you could actually get a degree from Bethany. In something else. Yeah. 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 Jill, how much was... How much is... Dad, how much is her tuition? <laughs> I'm, I'm carrying the check. Oh, okay. Um, it's thirty-seven eighty-five. It's a semester. Yeah, per semester. Okay. And that's relatively inexpensive in relationship to how much colleges can cost. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's really not too bad to incur that debt for what you're getting in a a, a state university. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How much was, do you remember how much? Well, as I say, right. uh, MJC at that time in 1961 mm-hmm. was um, negligible. You paid by the tuition. You, your books cost more than the tuition. <clears throat> books cost more than tuition. Wow. So at that time, it was relatively, you know, I worked during the summer months, and that was not a problem. What was the average price of your books at that time? Because I $20. was... $20. Oh, wow. Okay. And they... I'm going to say they doubled to triple, probably. Yes. So I went started MJC in fall of 75, so that mm-hmm. would have been, what, 14 years later. Um, but I was telling Janelle earlier that I think I remember my books costing as much or more than the tuition because um, it was very typical for a book to cost 50 50 or 60 And today it's a lot more. How much are your books, Jill? Um, well, that's the thing. I haven't taken any upper division classes yet. I've heard they can cost, you know, a couple hundred dollars. The most I paid for one of my books this semester was like, I think it was $90. But these are all like uh, general general courses. So it's mm-hmm. definitely not going to be as expensive. Yeah. Jenny, what about how much? How was I am not remembering specifics on this one, but I'm seventeen hundred a semester is kind of the number that pops up in my head. Which I oh sorry 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 about I think about seventeen hundred, and that's been about fifteen years ago. So wow. I know. Can you believe that? Wait, like what? Uh, You're not that old. <laughs> I graduated almost sixteen years ago in two thousand four. Yeah, because I was I graduated high school. And she was pregnant with Grace. <laughs> That was yeah, 2009. I know. I know. Time flies. So anyway, that number is the first number that comes to my head, but it could have been kind of between, probably between like 1700 and maybe 2200 um, And my book, the average book price was probably about $100. Yeah. Time goes by. I know, Jill. I know. Sorry. Your little life. The number 15 is a big number. and flashing before my eyes. <laughs> um, okay, next question is, what helped you decide what classes to take? And then also you can answer it in, inside of the same question. What classes did you take? What helped you decide what classes to take and then what classes did you take? Well, it's pretty easy at the bottom when you start in Modesto JC. You take whatever is lower division requirement um, and then you have some latitude in that. Um, you can choose one elective over another, but it, it's pretty charted out. So you take what you know you have to take and what is available at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Well, what about classes that you were allowed to choose? Um, okay, so of the electives, we'll say the fun classes, um, I took a guitar, a, uh, I believe I took a ceramics class there. Um, I don't, uh, other than those two, I don't really remember yeah. much else. Um, I did take a, let's see, civic, no, okay, it was some sort of a history class um, Mm -hmm. taught by an English gentleman, and we did a drama presentation about um, the Industrial Revolution, 
and so I got to play, um, I believe what I was for that was called a Corv Thruster. So that was kind of fun. That was a little what drama side. What does that mean? Well, a Corv is something in the mining industry, and I would have to push the Corv. <laughs> um, okay. And so, yeah, so we were encouraged to really drama ties. Um, I used the Cockney accent, and so, and he filmed it. So it's it would be kind of interesting to see if that's still in the MJC archives. Oh my goodness, yeah. that would be really cool. It would. Yeah. <laughs> Look at myself back then. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it like a video or just audio? It was a video. <gasps> I want to see it. I know. That Let's see. His name was Anthony. What Hawkins? was that teacher's name? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. So not to take a. But anyway. That, so that's that. Awesome. Okay. Uh, classes. All right. So it's pretty simple these days. Basically, we have to go off of. Um, just all of this set data on, um, what are they called? General ed classes? Yeah, uh, requirements, requirements, GE requirements. So there's a list and um, there's a list of classes and they all fall within these categories and subcategories. So you have to take, you know, um, requirements for art. Like here are all the classes you can take. So basically when I'm going and I'm deciding what classes I'm gonna take, I'm trying to get as many um, classes in different categories so I can fulfill those requirements sooner. So aside from that, just aside from getting my GE done, um, I also am just trying to figure out what's the best way to go about um, furthering all of my classes in the biology major, which is my major. So um, I haven't been in high school for a long time, four years. I didn't really want to overwhelm myself by taking a bio class or bio majors quite yet. So I took the principles for bio, that was an easier class. Um, and as for math, you start in college algebra um, if you want to work your way up to calculus, which I will have to as a requirement for my major. Cool. Dad, what about you? Well, I, I did uh, the typical class for underclassmen. And what I did is I took the booklet from the University of California at Berkeley, and I took whatever they recommended to get the undergraduate work done. And then in the undergraduate, I was a history major with a minor in English and sociology. You could do that. That's the way it worked. So, uh, and uh, with some of the other classes I took were cultural geography. I was interested in people, the family, how it operated, uh, what the different families were. So a lot of cultural geography I was able to take. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And as far as uh, I had a declared major, so they pretty much have everything laid out for you. And like Jill said, you know, you, there are certain uh, requirements that you can choose from a couple different classes. Um, but other than that, they, they had everything pretty much laid out. Everything from even that when I went to Merced Junior College, if I, you know, pre-nursing, uh, they tell you these are the classes that you have to take. These are the ones that are transferable and et cetera, because I knew I was going to transfer to Stan State. Um, and then at Stan State, I just did one semester before the nursing program. So in the nursing program, you are with a group of 40 students, and um, every single class you take together, every class has 40 students. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's the actual program that they have, so you don't have an option. Once you're there... <laughs> So that's did you, you not take like general ed classes when you no, went I, that's to Merced? What I, yeah, oh, yeah, you that's did. what I did you in Merced. Did. Oh, but okay. those general ed classes were specifically pre-nursing classes. So there oh. were some of the requirements that had some, uh, you know, a little, some options in them. Oh, okay. But for the most part. Um, you went in saying this is what I want to do. Yeah, I went in with, I started college. And my then very they first. just got you right on track mm -hmm. versus yeah. kind so of So you go into the counselor. This is my students. declared major and they gotcha. get you all set up. That's yeah. Fun. Was that easier, do you think, if you hadn't had, a, like, a well, declared major? Yeah, it's kind of always easier to have a system set up, you know. So, yeah, it was nice. I didn't have to think much about it. Cool. Um, and then you guys kind of answered this one a little bit, but we'll go ahead and uh, you guys can answer it again. Uh, what degree were you working towards? Uh, well, I started with a psychology major, but was counseled along the way that 
to do anything with that, I would have to go on to get a doctorate. And I decided that that was not really what I wanted to do. So um, I changed my major. And so then my goal was to simply get a four-year degree, a BA in liberal studies, so that I could go on to get the teaching credential. Awesome. Biology. But I might switch to biochemistry. And, and or what chemistry. You, and what do you do with that? What is Optometry. That? Oh, okay. Or forensic science. I don't know. We'll you see. could be a forensic scientist yes. eye doctor. <laughs> Specifically, I work solely with eyes. Yeah. If someone's eye got gouged out and you want to know who did it, I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> who did it? <laughs> Dad, what degree were you working toward? Well, I was working for a general degree, which would be a, a, a Bachelor of Arts <laughs> degree. Mm -hmm. And uh, you could... Uh, do a couple things with that. You could go on with it, get an educational certificate for teaching, or you could just work in social science field. So the basic thing I wanted was the Bachelor of Arts, called a BA degree, and then I'll take the next step when I graduated, which for me was the United States military. I was drafted in 1966. So that's what happened. That was my next step. So you got drafted in the middle of school? Or after no, when school? I, when I was, uh, they waited until I was completed with my BA degree. And oh, then that's I nice of them. But they watched me through the last year of college just when I was going to graduate. Because as soon as I graduated, they drafted me. Wow. They were waiting. And they needed uh, people and uh, they needed soldiers in 1966 for the Vietnam War. Well, that makes sense. Let him work his butt yeah, off I mean, and then kill him. <laughs> that's right. That's how we did it. I was curious when Dad told me that, uh, when you told me, Dad, that you were drafted into the Vietnam War during school, I, uh, I assumed by when you said that that it was like during school and not technically right after. Well, I was and allowed so to it was, finish. You were allowed to finish. And, and so then, I was. Yeah, yeah, finished in June. Right. And July 6th, I was drafted gotcha. in 1966. So I was curious how many students were, you know, drafted, let's say, like if any 18-year-olds, how old were you? 20, at that time, 22. Okay, so like if any 18-year-olds were drafted, how, like, the percentage of people that were going to school and then suddenly, like, what the percentage was dropping from well, school? Well, a lot of people uh, went to college because you could get a, a draft deferment. And that mm -hmm. was the idea. Well, we'll wait and see about the future. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. nobody knows what's really going to happen. But for right now, I'll go to college, and that'll be an opportunity for me not to be drafted. Yeah. And then we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, at that time, the war was extremely unpopular, the Vietnam War. And uh, there were those who opted to go to Canada in order to get away from the draft. Wow. So... It was a time of social upheaval, mm -hmm. a very controversy, a very controversial, and a tremendous uh, reaction to the war. There were riots, and campuses were upset. So there was a lot of talk. I read that um, Harvard, Harvard, Harvard students were actually safe from the draft. That could have been. If you, read I think that. it it was somewhere that um, they, if they had like an actual degree plan, like they were either a scientist or they were mm -hmm. going into some mm -hmm. particular field that they needed more of that, then mm -hmm. they were safe from the draft. Because mm -hmm. yeah. that makes sense, because you don't just need fighters or soldiers in a war, you need people with like brains yeah. who can build doctors nuclear, and, yeah, 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 all kinds and of stuff. Doc yeah, doctors. So that was really interesting that I thought, but I was like, oh. I, I don't know if this is important for mm -hmm. this podcast, but... The rest of the story of dad being drafted yes. was that he, when he was going to be assigned as a just a soldier, he said, no, I am not going to go out on the front line and get shot up. I want to be, what was it that you said you... Well, at that time, I was interested in becoming a chaplain's assistant, and uh, uh, at, I just spoke to one of the college guys that uh, like me who was doing the interview so he changed it immediately oh, okay and he changed it just like that 
And so what, what did you and do so then? I ended up going to chaplain school. How so long it, was that? That was another eight weeks. Okay. You had your, you went to your basic training. That was eight weeks. Everybody did that. And then you went for additional training, another eight weeks, depending on what you, what, what they consider your MOS, military occupational specialty. Mm-hmm. So whatever you, whatever's on the, uh, the interview that you were immediately uh, taken up when you were first drafted, that's what you did. But I saw what they were, what, what was going on. I said, well, I don't want to, I'm not a soldier. I'm a college degree. Let me, let me pursue this other field. So that's fine. <laughs> so how did you end up in intelligence in Turkey? Well, I ended up in the intelligence because I was a college graduate and they called the college graduates uh, into the room uh, and together and said, well, we need people in uh, USASA intelligence. And so you've been selected because you're a college graduate. Uh, the military does what they want to do. If they want cooks, you're a cook. If they want truck drivers, you're a truck driver, whether or not you are interested or not. So that's how I ended up in military intelligence. Mm-hmm. They needed people in military intelligence. They called the college graduates together and said, you're now in military intelligence. Right. Well, so they, they do seem to look at aptitude to some degree. Yeah, they look at aptitude right. to some degree. And um, after that, they figure, you can learn. Yeah. Which most people can. Um, and Jenny, I know you already said, obviously, that you're working towards your nursing degree. So. Yep. Yep, a pretty yep, straightforward registered nurse. Um, the next question was, what was college like? Uh, so any, pretty any type typical. Of... Uh, yeah, students, books, uh, yeah, campus, classes. Um, but I think uh, the more expanded aspect of that question is, what was the homework like? How did you do the assignments. Um, So I think the biggest difference between then and now is how much hard copy stuff there was as opposed to now virtually everything being online. Of course, I guess there are physical books that you buy still, but um, we had physical books, we did physical papers, we, um, it, it was just all physical. Meaning you didn't type up your yeah, papers? No, I you typed wrote, them wrote up. Them out. Oh, okay. Well, you could write them out, but I mean, you, you type up the paper, but you hand in a physical paper, which now I'm told that you just Wait, you do it, you, you submit type, it. Did you type it up on a typewriter? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, typewriters. We had typewriters in those days. That is crazy. So and what would happen if you would make a mistake? When you made it, well, you that just, was the problem. When you made a mistake, sometimes well, you had you to... You have out. So basically, you would just write it out with a with a well, pencil first, right, and you then would you would fin- write out the finished copy. Or, right, you did a rough draft, or at least that's the way I did it. I physically wrote the rough draft because, you know, you change, you cross out, you add in, you yeah. you work on that rough draft, right? Okay, yeah. and then once you have the what you feel is your final draft, then you go ahead and you type out whatever you're going to hand in. But the point is, you hand in a physical paper, you do a term paper, you do a book report, you do a whatever. It's a lot it's easier today with the computer because they yes. the mistakes. Oh, but if you're not really great at typing, you could have a lot of problems getting the term papers done. I would say this about college in my regard. In a lot of ways today, going to college would be much more helpful to me today as a mature adult than it was as a young person out of high school. Because I can understand historical events in a more mature way <clears throat> than I did when I was only 19. Mm-hmm. And so being a history major, I have different interests today than I did when I was 19. And uh, I would kind of like to go back to college now knowing what I know. But I think all of the college helped me all those years of college helped me to get to the point where I am today. 
Gotcha. Um, I know that my dad has a dentist appointment very soon, so I'm going to ask him just two questions real quick that um, he hasn't technically answered in other questions. Um, do you remember Stanislaus or CSU having a mascot? Well, the mascot at that time were the Indians. Which but, one? And, uh, oh, yeah, at the CSU pirates, Stan? The pirates were at, in Minnesota Junior College. Yes, they've pirates. always been. And the, it was a pirate's mom. The, yeah. uh, the, I think the mascot of California State University was the Indian. Okay. And I think the sense has been Southern changed. Do you mean Southern California? No. Or here. Southern California, USC, was Tommy Trojan. The Trojans. Oh, oh so Trojan. Stanislaus State used to be the Indians. Yeah, they used to be, but they changed they've that. they changed today. that. That is hilarious because they are all about cultural uh, well, appreciation. In, in, in 1961 and 62 and 63, we didn't have the same cultural emphasis that we have today. Right. You know, it's so, everything is racism today. People are accusing each other of all kinds of nonsense. And there's a complete overreaction to things. Well, you know, it makes sense why there is an overreaction, especially at CSU Stan, where they every 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 corner I look around, there's like a poster about you know um, Native American history and culture, and just like really appreciating all this because they're coming from the complete opposite viewpoint, where they are using the Indian as their mascot, which is I do you think they even know that? Probably. Well, because I mean, the people on campus right now, like, are it's not the Indian mascot anymore. Yeah, it's not anymore. It's but been a long time. Maybe it's been like this for a while. I mean, was it? Were they kind of emphasizing that when you were there? You know, I didn't. I was not a huge part in answering this part of the question. I was not a huge part of the campus life because I lived so close. I I didn't have like that typical college experience, and I frankly didn't really to have it so I, I didn't hang out on campus I wasn't involved in a lot of extracurriculars and um, I kind of was just uh, well I'm not either it's just I see all these posters everywhere and it was also um, a paper I had to write on in my first English class it was okay. a it was a paper on cultural misappreciation or something like mm. that I feel like that's more of a hot topic in the last couple of years it wasn't as much when I was there sorry so misappropriation um, sorry that's the word um, well, I think most of you guys went to all the same college as far as Stanislaus mm -hmm. State mm -hmm. and yeah. Merced slash Modesto. Mm -hmm. uh, did Merced have a, a mascot that you know of? I don't remember. They had to have. Yeah. They had to have. I don't remember. Kind of same thing at Merced. You know, you go, you take your classes, <laughs> you, you study hard, and you go home. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're just there as a student. I was there as yeah. a student. Ironically. Ironically, yes. Yeah. It wasn't like a, you know, a social high school experience. Kind of no, not yeah. for me. Uh, um, Bethany's yes. mascot, uh, the Bethany Bruins. And a Bruin is a small bear. Oh, so is that I've, a type of bear or is that just what you call a small bear, like a Bruin? No, it would be a type. A you type. know, kind of like a panda gotcha. or a whatever. Interesting. But I wasn't extremely involved I mean I remember going to a few games but um, I really I wasn't involved in the sports um, and so I, I just am aware that it was the Bethany Bruins and it was a small bear so yeah. um, it's better than I could do Jill <laughs> curious what currently the Warriors oh yeah. Well, yeah, Which but aren't they changed it slightly? But isn't I know isn't the warrior? Be... It's a Trojan, isn't it? Like it's a Trojan warrior, isn't that? I mean, it technically because the mascot like it... itself is kind of it looks like it's very a Rome, Roman Empire Roman Roar, it is warrior kind of that style. But they are called the warriors. Oh, there is not a specific. So it's like a metal clad warrior type thing, kind of like the knight. Well, because yes, the gold though, like the, the gold, gold and red. And but things. the mascot itself, he is like a man, and he's wearing like a red toga, and then he has like a Roman hat on. Mm. Yeah. So I just kind of call it Trojan. Mm. One of these days, that's going to be offensive to somebody. <laughs> a Trojan. <laughs> well. Um, so we did that one, and then if you guys did any extracurricular activities, uh, like that you do in school or are doing in school, like clubs or sports or anything like that. I mainly was just a student. Mm -hmm. um, 
extra things uh, could be, uh, we had a, at Bethany, we had a mission group that would go down to the downtown Mission Avenue, no, not Mission, Pacific Avenue, downtown Santa Cruz. Um, we would take a huge pot of soup and pass out cups of soup to the homeless people down there and talk to them. And that was probably the main extent of my extra, so any other extracurricular would have been church related um, at the church that I attended when I was there. Um, and I did things with various friends whenever occasion arose, but not, not, not that much with the college. Yeah. Jill, are you doing any clubs or sports or activities <sighs> yeah. at school? So I am, um, I kind of wanted to get involved in a Christian club on campus. And so I did my first semester. I was kind of like a co-leader. And so the whole, how that happened is I went over the summer before school actually started and I started going to these weekly Bible studies and uh, the leader there kind of saw, he's like, I kind of see leadership potential with you. So how would you feel about being like a co-leader for the small group for your first semester? I'm like, okay, we'll do that. So I did that. And then Danny, who was my leader for that particular group, um, it's like, would you want to lead your own Bible study next semester? So I'm actually going to be leading a, a Bible study this semester. Oh, cool. Yes, yeah. I know. We Tuesday Bible studies. Um, are you, are the people in the club, they are obviously students? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're students, but are it they doesn't have to be younger than you or could I don't be? actually, I haven't met any of the people in my okay. small group yet. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that, that'll be cool. Um, I really wanted to be more involved. I was so excited, the kind of over orientation. I was thinking, oh, it'd be so cool to be in a sorority. I kind of want to do a sport. Like I want to do intramural sports. I want to do badminton and like volleyball maybe. And I was even thinking of like trying out for track or cross country, but it's just so much. It's so hard. Like I don't really feel like I would be able to do all of those things and school and have two jobs and still go, you know, to sleep <laughs> and eat. <laughs> so, yeah. Jenny, did you, I mean, I don't really remember you doing any. No. No, curricular like said, activities. I wasn't super involved in college life. Is there a reason for that? You know, I think that it, the biggest reason was because I felt so overwhelmed by my workload. I did try to take a decent amount of, you know, at the beginning at Merced, um, it was definitely what I could handle, but there was a lot of, I took on a lot of responsibility at home and, and I really enjoyed that, but that just takes up time. And then once I got into the nursing program, I felt so overwhelmed by the workload, the school workload that I felt like I didn't have time. But looking back, I think that I didn't really prioritize the way I should have. I think that I should have said, you know what? My brain can only hold so much information, you know, studying. I don't need to study this many hours because it's not even productive anymore, you know, and just go give myself a break. But that was more of a personality thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have two more questions, so we'll uh, finish this up mainly because uh, my brother-in-law Matt is outside with the new baby, and uh, so we'll kind of wrap this up in a little bit. Um, I know Mom talked about a little bit of having a job, um, but curious about what your if you did have a job um, and what was your social life like during college and/or at the time of college. Well, I had friends. Um, I and it, so it was an informal, just whatever the friends that I had uh, wanted to do at whatever time. Um, jobs. One of the main jobs that I had. Um, well, when I was in junior college and at Bethany, I did housework for people, um, and I also remember working at a catering company, and I don't remember if that was. And that was um, based out at the Stanislaw campus. They used the kitchen there. And they had events in a, a big hall that was there. Um, I don't remember if I did that when I was in junior college. I think I actually did it both times when I was at MJC and then when I came back from Bethany and was going to Stanislaw. Um, so I worked 
for this catering company. So those were my two main jobs. Cool. Okay, so for my jobs, I've been working at Table 26, a restaurant, you know, private restaurant around here. Uh, working there for about almost two years, actually. Um, so I kind of worked, I think, like anywhere between 20 and 25 hours a week. Um, and recently, I've been getting more and more piano students. So last semester, it took me a while to really get in the swing of it. Um, at the very beginning of the semester, I was working about six days a week. And that I realized pretty quickly within the first like three weeks of school that this just was not going to work because I didn't have time to do anything um, besides sleep, do my homework and go to work. And that was not working. So um, I had them cut me down to four days a week. So I had Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to get all my homework done and everything I needed because I was going to be working pretty much nonstop Thursday through Sunday. Um, and then I'm kind of excited to see what this next semester holds because I already have more students than I did last semester and um, I'm anticipating getting a few more in the next month. So it's going to be pretty tough. I actually had to make a schedule for myself. <laughs> I, actually <laughs> I, I actually had to make a schedule because I'm a little intimidated by this next semester, but we're going to see um, if I do in fact have time to have a social life. Last semester, um, I did kind of have a little bit of time to be social, but it was very, like, scheduled, like, okay, well, I'm free, you know, for this 20 minutes next week type thing. So we'll see how this next one goes. It's pretty crazy. Cool. Jenny, what about you? My social life, that's what we're on? Well, yeah, I was kind of, did you have a job, and what was your social life like um, okay. when you were at college? Yeah. So I never, uh, other than like babysitting, which is, you know, pretty informal, being the older sister, having four younger sisters, I was uh, pretty good and comfortable at babysitting. So that was generally what um, I ended up doing to make some side money. But uh, dad really wanted me to be available to keep the house clean and do shopping and cooking on a regular basis. And so he told me, you know, don't worry about paying for school. This is your job. Because I told him, well, Dad, I want to go get a job and make money so I can, you know. He said, nope, this is your job. <laughs> so I said, okay. You good old-fashioned dad. Good old-fashioned dad. And I was comfortable with it, and I appreciated that it was just kind of my old role. And so I, you know, stuck with that. Um, so I didn't. I've never actually had, like, a W-2 or <laughs> because I just did that all through until I met Matt and then when realized that, nursing wasn't the right thing for me and we got married and um, then I started teaching piano and nannying and um, so I never went out I've never had to apply for a job I've never had like a job or something what would happen if I had to do that I've never experienced that so anyway um, but socially um, because of how you know responsibilities at home and uh, schoolwork it was pretty minimal you know I still had friends and we would do uh, you know things together but not a lot not necessarily like during college you yeah yeah I missed out on a lot of fun things I think because I was like no I have to study and uh goody like, to shoe Jenny what a waste <laughs> <laughs> go have some fun um the last question is uh what is what was your worst or best memory from college and if you don't have a best memory just kidding if you don't have a bad memory obviously that's totally fine but uh maybe yeah Take that question any way you'd like and no, answer You're it. looking at me. You want me to answer it first? Oh, sorry. Sorry. You just did my... I know. Line of view. Line of view. Okay. Anybody? I think best memories were um, Bethany, <clears throat> the campus, the the people I met, um, chapel every day, the, the good classes, um, really wonderful teachers. Um, and I think my worst memory of college was probably part of the credential program uh, when I was I was trying to um, finish up my classes and putting um, well and some of the all-nighters that I had to pull through college just because there was so much to do and you know not that I did it all the time but every once in a while there was just too much to do, and I had to stay up all night to do it, and I was exhausted. And then um, at the end of the credential program, um, I wasn't able to complete everything for all the classes, so um, 
because I was putting a wedding together that semester. And so I had to end up taking, I think it was one or two classes over again because I just couldn't do it all. Too much. And that was not a good experience. Yeah. That's hard. Jill? Um, my favorite um, kind of experience from college, I guess, I uh, met up with this girl that I knew from high school. She was a senior when I was a freshman, and I kind of knew her, Hannah Bertoman. Maybe you guys oh, know her. Oh, the name sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, we got we were in the same math class together, and we kind of spotted each other on the first day, and we're, like, making eye contact, like, study buddy, you know? <laughs> So we go up to each other at the end of the class, we get each other's numbers, and it like, it really was such a fun class because we had each other. So like, we were constantly, you know, sending each other the homework before it was due, saying like, hey, did you make any mistakes, stuff like that. And we studied together before every test. And the truth is, like, I never had so much fun studying because we weren't just like fooling around. We were actually studying, but I was also having a marvelous time. So that was... All, like every time I studied with her was just one of my favorite things about college um, and then one of my worst things was um, I kind of hate how things are due around midnight because I'm the type of person where if I'm tired I don't want to stay up and do something I'd rather go to bed now and then just wake up early and do it because I first of all I just work a little bit better under pressure but I don't work well tired at all um, and so I've had like a few really, really bad headaches trying to get assignments done that are doing like 30 minutes and I can't just put it aside. <sighs> so that was pretty stressful. Um, so my, probably my best memories were, um, you know, now that I'm a mom of three children, I know what it's oh, like yeah. <laughs> to, yes, I know Sorry. I did have a third child. Um, I know what it's like to be, uh, not you're not as free anymore you know when you're in college you are you just are your own person and you just get up and go whenever you want to go and then you just have so much freedom to do whatever you want to do and so that's something when I look back at my college days I'm like that was just as kind of in general that was really a fun time to just be your own person in that way and I really really enjoyed just meeting people in classes you're taking you know multiple classes new classes every semester and you're just meeting lots of fun people and so I, I enjoyed um, the social aspect in class I almost every single class I met somebody that I you know really enjoyed being around that semester sometimes more than one person and some of them have been lifelong or <laughs> 15 year relationships like Shelly um, you know 15 years oh well let's see she was one of my later semesters at stance and that's been closer to 10 but uh, anyway. <laughs> I was like that shaves off like five years yeah. well, so okay so that's that was 11 years ago okay 11 years ago so okay. anyway but uh, the relationships that I made in general, I would say, was something that I look back with a lot of fondness. And obviously the whole um, realizing that nursing was not my, the path that was right for me was probably the most challenging, uh, unfun part about college, having to, um, to come to that realization after being on that track for so many years. Um, so that was, that was difficult. Obviously there's a whole backstory to that, but no time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so thank you, Jenny, my sister, and Jill, my sister, and mom, for joining. And I'll thank Dad later because he's at his dentist appointment. Um, and, yeah, this was fun, I'm mm -hmm. assuming. Mm -hmm. You guys can tell me later after I press the stop button. So much fun! <laughs> um, and I've chosen to end every uh, podcast with uh, goodbye and good mental health. As <laughs> Fraser Crane would say. Oh, <laughs>